I just want to be able to lean away and not hear anything. Well, I mean, if I'm talking, do that. That's fine. Oh, no. It should just, like, Don't totally make... mute it out all the way. No, it's not going to do that. Well, we need another mic. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you... That future... Future. 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 Oh, I just automatically went to Instagram. Mm. Has that ever happened to you? You like pick up your phone. We were talking about this last night in our group at our table. We, you pick, well, they don't. But I'll just pick up my phone sometimes. Like I'll go to look at an email or pull up notes or whatever. And I, like without thinking... All of a sudden, Facebook app's open. I'm like, what in the world just happened? <laughs> and then there's other times. What I'll do is I'll be in Facebook, and then I'll get out, and I'll exit out, you know, mm-hmm. with you know, swipe it up, get rid of it. Yeah. And then what happens is I immediately hit back into it and go back into it. I'm like, what am I? Why did that happen? I don't know. I don't understand. Whatever. Let's just Let's just do it. Let's just jump into it. Are you Wooly or am I Wooly? I'm Wooly. You're Sasquatch. Yes. Are we going to go by that? Like, is I don't that going to be our... <laughs> I don't know. I kept thinking about that. I don't know who is who. It doesn't... Obviously, uh, you have to be Wooly. <laughs> I mean, I would love to call you Sass. That's just lame. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're Wooly and Sasquatch. I'm Derek. And I'm Zach. And uh, the reason why we're doing this podcast is because we like talking. Well, Derek likes talking. He likes hearing his own voice a lot. So that might be the biggest reason Probably why we're doing because it. some of the interesting random conversations that we have, and we feel like I'm sure other people are thinking this. Yeah. So we have a lot of interesting conversations all the time. We, we work together, right? And so we'll spend, maybe we shouldn't say this for fear that uh, others will hear this, but we spend hours at, not at one time. But um, I'm probably hours if you think of the number of two, three minute, five minute conversations we have in the office, then those pick up at during random times, either text or exactly, yeah, Instagram videos or something random or Slack conversations, right? Which you always send me a message in Slack and I never respond. I'll text you. I I don't understand why you want to Slack me. Because I want a record of what I've said. That's so when you say, so well, you it's say, easier to find oh, Slack, wait, uh, I didn't get that. I'm like, well, send a Slack dude on this date at 8.40. So the reason why we want to start this podcast, Wooly and Sasquatch, is because we have so many random conversations about so many different things, and we know that other people are having conversations like that. And so we wanted to do this and, and open it up for more conversation and bring other people into these conversations because... We have some random talks at times, but we do want to make this a little bit more narrow, more specific. One thing that we talk about a lot is business and um, stuff like that, but this will also be tied into life because I, my personal opinion, my personal opinion, my philosophy almost, I, I don't know, my, my way of seeing things is um, it's too hard to separate life and work and family that sure. you try to we try to put them put these things in these narrow box and be like okay these two shouldn't touch if i'm going home work stays at work home stays at home i don't bring those into it but 
I feel as though as humans, we just kind of automatically bring those in. And at least I know that I do it, but I would also argue that they should be brought in. Like they, you should be able to tie those things together because then your identity can be cohesive. It can be one and it's not, oh, at work I'm this way. And then at home I'm this way. You know, you can be the same person. You can be a dad while you're working and you can bring your family into that. Uh, and then if you separate them and I don't know, it, it can, there's no such thing as really work life balance. I mean, yeah. you are, you, you are who you are. You are at work and the same person you should be, Yeah. but yeah, I think there was something along the line of and came up probably like in corporate America or something that, you know, work life balance and they probably just make people feel good, but there's, there isn't a such thing. I mean, especially now with, we're constantly connected you know, our work bleeds more into our private life than before. I mean, we're we're responding to emails or posting stuff on Facebook or Instagram or wherever uh, constantly, and it kind of bleeds over. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I I think, I think everything's connected. Like, I mean, in some way, some form that we try to, yeah, we try to keep these things separate, but there's just too much bleed. There's too much. It, it just, it all connects too much for us to separate. So instead of trying to separate it, I think we should bring it together, you know, yeah. stop trying to fight that. Uh, I mean, you have certain times that are, I feel like certain things should be sacred. I mean, you don't necessarily want to be working constantly, but. Oh, no, no. I mean, no. especially if, if you're just an employee, right. yes, you can love what you do. Yeah. You're going to always be thinking about it. But I think there are times when you need to just kind of wind down and right, for sure. yeah, put I, those I things to the side and go back to them later. I think we're in such a, we're at least the millennial generation. Uh, I saw something the other day where millennials are working even more, like constantly yeah, working. Constant hustle. Yeah, constant hustle. That's what it is. Rise and grind, baby. Rise and grind. And there's that constant hustle, and I, I don't think that that should be. So I don't I think sleep that when we I need. Die. Huh? I sleep when I die. See, I think that's a stupid thing. But like, yeah, I think when you need when you're home, I think you need to be with your family, or or like you need to be present wherever you are present. Um, but at the same time, I don't I don't think it should be this. Oh, these ta- these two things should never meet, you know. Right. So, like, with your family. So, I was listening to another podcast the other day of um, this guy. He's he's talking about how you, uh, as a father, you want to bring your family into that. You want to bring your family into your work. You. So, like, what he does is he goes around and he he speaks. I mean, the, him and his wife work from home, but. They go around and they do speaking engagements. They write books. And what they were saying was, like, as him, as a dad, what he does is he's not, like, going home and they're like, okay, well, daddy's going to work now. But, no, like, they send him out and they're they're able to be a part of that process and be like, oh, this is what we're doing at work. Not, not you know. Which, I, I mean, know, that's good for the entrepreneur, but the average employee, that isn't, that isn't feasible. Right. I guess. I mean, and I think that's what's happening. I think 
for some reason here re lately in the last probably four or five years, it has been become really sexy to become an entrepreneur. When before it that wasn't the case at all. Well, I mean, I think too, like there's so much more opportunity. And then people are like, you know, I don't want to work for corporate America and like all these, right. all these things. And I mean, there's so much more access to do these. I mean, social media, that's, that's your own business. I mean, you can do your own business, just social media alone. And, and then with the internet and everything, there's that access to know all these things. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm not going in the right direction no, with fine. what I'm saying. No, you're good. I just think that, like I said, you know, with, yes, you can run any business from your phone now. I mean, which is great. You can be sitting anywhere in the world. You can be in wherever and totally running a fairly decent business. But I think we have put so much into that that we're kind of losing who we are in a sense in that. I mean, like you're wanting to spend more time with your family, but you're constantly talking about the hustle, the hustle, the hustle. I mean, you can't have everything. So you're either going to be totally focused, driven on your business and being able to grow that, or you're going to be a great family person. But outside of that, you're either going to not have a bunch of friendships or your health is going to be really bad. There's You're going to have to kind of balance it out in a way. I'm not saying that what Gary Vee is saying is wrong, which I mean, it's, I mean, he's helped a lot of people, but at the same time, that's just the way he's wired. I don't think people can a hundred miles an hour full on the throttle down pedal to the metal constantly 365 and not be driving and heading for burnout at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think you can, I mean, I, I think you can have both. I think you can have a great family life, and I think you can be great business. I think it is easier for those that maybe aren't married and don't have kids. They don't, you know, they they work all the time. Maybe not easier. Maybe that's not the word. But well, you have less. You have le less responsibility. I mean, you yeah. you, ha you take a recent college graduate or something, or a well, let's just say, let's just kind of take age out of it. No, let's take that back. You take a. 12, 13-year-old entrepreneur who has, is going to school, gets out of school, and he has all this free time. Now you take someone who's now 25, graduated college, has some responsibility. You know, that 13-year-old has way more free time than that 25-year-old to right. build a business, even though they're in, and they're in kind of similar things, but yet the 25-year-old has apartment pay for he's feeding himself versus the 12 year old 13 year old who can just kind of sit in his room for 12 hours on a or even 24 hours on a, on a weekend and just bang out whatever type of product set up a shopify account grab some stuff from uh, aliexpress and and do all these kind of drop ship companies all day long versus that person who has a full-time job who's 25 who's has a bunch of responsibility or taking care of themselves they don't have that much time uh, I think it's just a, it's a natural entrepreneur's dilemma. Well, here's here's the thing with with the the twenty five year old. He's not. I mean, well, here's my dilemma. I mean, I'm twenty six and I'm I'm working full time, but then I'm also trying to do this part time, this side hustle, whatever you call it, um, freelance videography, and 
what what's happening is uh, I'm married and so I'll work all day and I'll come home and I don't want to do anything else. I want to be with my wife. I want to hang out and, you know, not think about work. And so that, and, and then even on days off like that, to be an entrepreneur, you have to have that mindset of, okay, like, even if I don't want to do it, I need to do it. But at the same time, like as an entrepreneur, it, to be an entrepreneur, here, here's a question for you. To be an entrepreneur, should you have a mindset of like never, should you never have that mindset of, oh, I don't want to do it. Should you always have the mindset of no, like 24 seven, like I'm, I'm always in that mindset. Like I always want to work. I always want to do that. Is that, is that mindset? Is that a real entrepreneur or can an entrepreneur be like, ah, I don't know. If I want to do it. It, it depends on where, what type of financially where you are. I think if you are, if it's a great product or something like that, and you're like, and you didn't have another job and you were still married and you just like needed the money, I think you would never not think about the business because you're in full survival mode. Hence, hence why I feel like the word hustle has been diluted so much with everybody saying it, because initially the hustle was that guy who is with the uh, illegal activities out on the corner hustling all night until the sun came up, went home a couple of hours, got some sleep, and then went right back at it again. I think that's, that's where the whole rise and grind came from, because it was technically a grind. But now I think it's such a cliche word and everybody kind of played off of it where everyone's feel like they're hustling but when initially the real hustle is that they're hustling people because they're online and becoming influencers and just playing entrepreneur not actual entrepreneur then how do you be actual entrepreneur I don't know <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know I like I said you just in your situation it's, it's, it is different because I think you have to think about it, but it's one of those things where until, I mean, I'm not saying there's, there's, you just have to kind of almost put it like, okay, from this time, this time when I'm home, I'm gonna just spend time with my wife. Set boundaries. <laughs> yeah, so. and then from 11 o'clock or whatever, I'm gonna go put together some marketing stuff or schedule some post or sort of like what you do now. You just wake up really early in the morning, you spend some time with the word and then you kind of go do whatever you do, work out or whatever. But I think if you're going to build a, a business and entrepreneur and those are the only time brackets you have is between 11 and 1 a.m. and 5, 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. before you head out to your regular job, that's all you have. Or right. lunchtime. Yeah. Because I usually use I, my lunchtime. I guess, I guess the entrepreneur is the one that can set those priorities and is disciplined to stick to those priorities, to be able to block out that time to, to work on the business and then not necessarily ever being like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. I think I think the entrepreneur has a right to, and in those moments, I mean, I right. mean that also leads to um, burnout too. So I mean, I think it makes sense for the entrepreneur 
to be working so hard, to be working diligently, to be able to go, okay, this, this is rough. I don't, I don't want to work on this right now, but then they have that discipline to, to be able to work in those moments that they know that they need to. And not, not that they always have to work. I mean, but if it's something that you love doing, you wouldn't necessarily feel like work between those hours of mid- midnight or 11 to 2 a.m. It doesn't feel like work to you if you love editing video. If you love... Oh, man, it feels like work to me. <laughs> I mean, if you love those things and it's just like... I do, yeah. It, it's, it's not work. I mean, you could technically probably work. You lose yourself and you get in that... that I, I honestly... I mean, yeah. I mean, I could work for free. Like, if if I could afford it. If If... My wife and I could sure every always would love to work for free. I would, they, I would, I would work for free because I, I really do enjoy it, and I love creating, and I love being in that world. And the thing that I love Zach the most does not is work learning. For free, by the way, I do uh, not work for free because I cannot afford it. Costs it yeah. a lot of money. So. It costs way too much money. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think. Well, we talk about it all the time. I always say, like, what did you do for your business today? Did you? Because if you're not advancing and doing something every day, you're kind of. Rolling you fall back behind, downhill. yeah, exactly, because somebody else is doing it, yeah, and so they're taking that place that you. But even yeah, have. that you could be, but I mean, and that's the that's the thing. It's it's really you have to almost schedule yourself outside of your regular work hours and schedule time with, which gets kind of sounds sad, it sounds bad, like. But that is okay. I'm going back. You have to kind of almost schedule yourself. Like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna spend this time. I'm gonna do this here, but I'm gonna work from an hour or two hours a night on pushing my business forward, doing something. Whether it's now in that, it, it needs to be result-producing things. Meaning that just writing a blog post doesn't necessarily convert to sales. It doesn't necessarily. So it needs to be something that you can at least you're hoping that will convert to sales. I mean, people posting a, posting a photo or something of something that you're doing on Instagram is not a result producing activity. It's not going to convert to a sale by any means, but maybe a post or something with a link to your website or some sort of YouTube video and educational thing, those things can lead to it. But initially I feel like advertising and talking to someone that kind of pushing the, the, the sales cycle forward on something is way more productive than kind of just people thinking slapping something on Facebook. Oh yeah, I did something for my business today. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, I feel you. Yeah. I Yeah. Well, I mean, so my word for 2019 is discipline. So, I think I don't know. Discipline's on my mind, so that's what I keep thinking. I keep discipline? going back to. I'm not I don't know. You work out every day. You're disciplined. You get up at the same time every day. So that's there's a discipline. Those things can be well, easily like, I mean, relatable. I'm working on those things. I think I think discipline doesn't just happen. I think it takes time and it takes small steps each day. And so yeah. that's why I'm able to wake up at five each morning. And that's yeah. why I'm motivated to go work out. I mean, I, Thursdays are a little bit different. I haven't and like I haven't even worked out today. Well, I haven't either. But I mean, I hope to at some point. I don't know if I will, just with everything that's going on today. But I mean, like, here's the thing: I just I was looking at trying to find the initial thing, like Randy Zuckerberg said about the entrepreneur's dilemma. It's um, who? Really, Randy Zuckerberg. It's Mark Zuckerberg's sister. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, but she graduated from Harvard, by the way. He did. Which is which one's more successful? I kind of kind of wonder who you want to take advice from. Uh, <laughs> so the, the the dilemma is maintaining friendships, building a great company, spending time with family, staying fit, getting sleep. You can only pick three. 
there's been some debate on that. I kind of agree with her on some of those because it's like if you're wanting to build a great company, you won't really have any time outside for hanging out with friends, Mm -hmm. especially if you're wanting to stay fit. You can only pick three of those. So socializing always will be the thing that I would cut out. And that's why I think some entrepreneurs kind of and artists especially tend to be a little people think they're a little weird, but you kind of have to cut something off in order to stay on that path to grow. And that's also why some people who build companies tend to, um, some things fall to the wayside. Makes me want, like, it makes me think like how much, like how big do I want my company to be? Like, I don't, I don't want that to ever. How much, how big do you want your company to be? How much, it's like, how much power do you want? How much, it's not about the power. I think to me it's more I, whatever the dollar amount is for the company, I would never say, yeah, I don't want it. I don't want the company to be this big. But I think for me it's more about the the process of building something. It has absolutely nothing to do. Whatever that dollar amount is, that's just the barometer on how well we've either put systems and, and, and things in place for it to grow. But the dollar. So like how much can you learn? in it like I mean I I would say this about you you're like a lifelong learner you always want to learn something new you always want to because you get a lot out of learning because that makes me an Enneagram number nine is that what that is I don't know (laughs) maybe that should be an episode of like Enneagram because I don't even know my own I can't what was was it like two or something like I don't don't know what they are I need to study those more I guess I got asked last night he's like so what I don't know if we can talk about this, but what what what's your number on Enneagram? I go, uh, I'm one through ten. I'm somewhere <laughs> in there. I don't. Know. Yeah. Okay. So how big you want your company to be? How much? Yeah. Um. I don't. You can't like, put a dollar, man. You never know, know. what the, the yeah, market's exactly. going to dictate the worth and how much your company grows. The product and with a creative being creative, your skill set and how people perceive that skill set is going to determine. Well, it's so what it sexy is. to look at these like influencers and these big, yeah, but those, these I, big I, I, everything I see now online I question it I think it's all fake yeah, I think it is too but like 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 you and I right now you could go get your suit I can go put a suit on I could call a buddy of mine who has a who, a private plane company we can go out there take photos in front of a jet and yeah. post those on the internet for the next six months and act like we just were rolling in it right exactly Nothing, so I don't believe it. So I think there's a lot of people out there who are just fake until the guys. No, I agree. Uh, but like these people that like, you know, aren't fake. Like, I mean, I'm I, automatically what I think is I think of video and I think of like YouTubers and vloggers and stuff. But like these people that aren't fake, like some of the people that I respect the most, like you can tell that they're not they're not dressing differently because they've got more money. I mean, they've got some toys and stuff. But I mean, like they can afford it, but they're not, they're living modestly like their homes. They're not driving these really fancy cars. And so like, I don't know that, but there's that sexy appeal of like, oh, like I'm famous. Like everywhere I go, people know who I am. Yeah. But I think sometimes the flex is what catches this is, this is why there are so many people who want to be entrepreneurs and want to own a business. The lifestyle is really attractive. So they think. Because right. we see people taking in, in photos in these exotic locations. Shout out to Airbnb. 
because they don't own them. Right. Uh, so people want to, they want that lifestyle, but you have to realize the, like the people who are actually living that way, they sacrificed a lot. I mean, it's relationships, friendships. It's lonely for them to build. I'm not saying it's always the case and it sounds like we're just being kind of negative on that, but I just remember, I remember reading an article, I guess it was after Justin Bieber had really kind of taken off maybe early 2009 or late 2009, somewhere around there was when he was investing a lot in tech companies, when he had his own like app company, him and it was like all of these young, um, tech startups. It was like him, Salima Gomez and all these others. But like he was saying that people don't understand the sacrifice he made for success. He said he lost more friends than he gained and he had to choose between, do I want to continue to grow and arise as an artist and be on the road 365 days a year on a tour bus in different locations? Or do I want to just stop where I am right now and be okay and just was it with her away or whatever? So yeah, so he chose to keep going. So that's why when I see this kid, because who was a totally young kid, and everybody gives him a hard time for making all these mistakes. But I'm like, if we had cameras, not on you, could been, but if I had camera on me when I was a kid, on a microscope of all the things that I did, oh my goodness, it would be terrible. But I think the sacrifice that these artists and people make to get to that level, it's crazy. But then there's those who want to just look like that for whatever reason to create and, and kind of siphon off this whole influencer market thing that I feel is temporary. It's going to end up going away. Yeah. But well, I mean, I think, I, mean, I think it'll go away because the market's so saturated. Everybody can do it. Everybody has a, everybody has a camera on their phone. Everybody has an account on YouTube. It's not exclusive enough to where it can last a long time. So People I mean, I gonna, think there will still be a market for it, but I feel like those who are genuinely authentic with who they are. Oh yeah, I yeah, mean, no, one, the yeah, ones that's who are, for sure diminishing because people just want to. They just want that. Yeah. You can only do so many and tutorial that videos for makeup, or you know, have so many subscription boxes come to your house and review them before. It's kind of like, oh, there's that's another one of those. It's kind of one of those things that you just kind of have to really stand out, and I think. It's sort of the like same thing's happening in music, the same thing's happening in the creative world. I think the software and equipment with the barrier of entry have, has been lowered so far that real talent will shine now versus mediocrity, which there's a lot of mediocrity out there right now. So will that happen with local businesses as well? Um... I'm not an expert. I don't know how. Why are you asking me? I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I think, it just I think, makes me think. Because, I, I, I mean, think, we are thinking We're thinking a lot about these, like, YouTubers think, and stuff. I think, yeah, I think the, at least here where we are, I think local businesses will thrive. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of overlap. And I think the ones who can find that real, find themselves and, and, and like, really be authentic and, and build that culture around it and build, like, a serious, um, um, almost an evangelical customer mindset around the, or the customers and, or clients. I think, yeah, I think they will grow. Meaning that the people will just constantly rave about them. They're just like, man, I love that yeah. person. You know, it's the, uh, you're Apple fanboys, man. I mean, right. you, you, yeah. you can't go anywhere. You can oh, Brand man. loyalty. They yeah. have, they have brand, yeah, loyalty. brand loyalty. But also, but they just put out really like good, great yeah, products. Yeah, not just, yeah. Or, or not, great service. Right, exactly. So then that's the goal. That's the goal for business. 
I think number one is discipline, at least for me. Number one is discipline, but then be authentic, be genuine, and to build up your clientele, create that brand loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, I think one one other thing is that I think Patagonia, you have to have, there's a mission behind your business because we have to stop throwing, opening up the same copycat businesses because, I mean, you keep, yes, one competitor can, competition is good, but I think when you open up another business that is exactly the same and you're copying someone else, if you're doing the exact same thing as someone else is doing and you just looked at their business model and you think you can duplicate that by the whatever you're thinking and by the time you get that to market you the original will has already changed right Right. so you're so far behind and you're still copying something that they did six months ago so don't focus on perfection is that what you're saying so don't focus on perfection of your product or your service i mean not in the beginning i mean not not in your initial launch yeah right be allow yourself to be able to change stuff later Yeah, because you you can't i mean if you try to focus on perfection when you first come out nothing you will never put anything out i think you kind of get at least the well and two if valuable launch at first and then build it on the way out yeah and if you focus on perfection of whatever it is and you marry that idea that that whatever you have you later on when it, it comes time to change yeah you're gonna die with it yeah you won't you won't yeah. be able to change it so yeah. awesome well thanks for listening to us ramble on that was not at all where we wanted to go um mainly because we didn't know where we wanted to go so uh apologies yeah let us know your thoughts Hashtag Willie and Sasquatch. Hashtag Willie and Sasquatch. Twitter. So find us on Twitter at Wooly Sasquatch. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Wooly and Sasquatch. Uh, send us a message. Tweet at us. Ask us a question. Let us know what you think. Also, we would love it if you uh, rated and... Uh, Left a review. Yeah. Let uh, we'd also love it if you rated this podcast and left us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, and just let us know what you think. We would love to talk to you uh, just of your different thoughts of this. So hashtag Wooly and Sasquatch, and uh, we will at you, bro. <laughs> Later.